I don't know. I sent up a silent prayer that we did not. Well, she needs her foot washed out. How much do y'all charge for that? If I was unsure if we even did such a thing, how could I know how much it would cost? I don't know, I said. In the ensuing silence, I managed to add, I'd ask the doctor, but he's not here yet. I'll find out when he comes in and call you back and tell you what he says, okay? I fumbled through the piles of paper on Mama's desk until I located a pencil and a blank scrap of notepaper, jotted down the woman's name and number, and then hung up. I stared at the phone warily. Working as a temp for Daddy might be a little harder than I'd anticipated. I hurried around to the other side of the reception desk in an attempt to put a bit of formica between myself and the medical world. But before I'd even gotten seated atop the wooden stool that was the main feature of my new domain, I heard the front door open and then the unmistakable sound of elderly ladies, their voices worn out from too many years of use. One squeaked like a rusty hinge, and the other crackled in an unpredictable jumble of soft and then suddenly loud sounds, like a radio with bad reception. The ladies were advising and encouraging each other in an effort to negotiate a small step at the front door. I turned and saw that it was the Hankins sisters, Herma and Helma, and their friend who lived with them, Miss Viola Burkhart. I'd known them all my life. They were in their 90s. The Hankins sisters had never been married. Miss Viola was a widow who had come to live with them after her husband died. She was 98, weighed about 70 pounds, and had an advanced case of what the sisters called old-timers. Somewhere along the way, she'd lost the ability or inclination to speak, and now she wore a perpetual vacant smile. Helma was 95 and also weighed less than 100 pounds. She was extremely stooped, bent almost double from osteoporosis, and her eyesight wasn't good. Herma was the baby at 91, and probably weighed more than both the other ladies combined. She was still sturdy, but deaf as a post. So there was one who could hear and see, but not think or talk, one who could think, hear, and talk, but not see, and one who could think, see, and talk, but not hear. The ladies were inseparable. Helma did the cooking and talking on the phone, and Herma did the heavy work and the driving. Both of them took care of Viola. Helma wore a faded green polyester leisure suit with an oddly intriguing assortment of safety pins arrayed along the edge of one lapel, while Herma had on baggy sweatpants and a misshapen sweater. Miss Viola was wearing a demure-flowered dress. All three ladies wore shiny brown naugahyde coats that had been fashionable in the sixties. When they moved, they shuffled along together, holding on to each other for support and navigational assistance. They made their way carefully to the reception desk, and Helma said that it was Miss Viola who needed to see the doctor today. Herma said, Hey there, girl, and smiled. We were sorry to hear about your ma. How's she doing? Pretty good. She'll be back Monday. Herma looked at me in confusion. I thought she had a heart attack. She did. Ain't she in the hospital? Yeah, but she told me she'd be out by Monday. 
I was relieved when Herma decided to leave it at that. The story sounded a little thin, even to me, but I desperately needed to believe it. Then, without even a hint of foreboding, I made my first executive decision in the healthcare arena. You ladies can come right on back to the examining room, I said. I figured it would be easier to get all of them up and down just once instead of twice, and waiting in the back would protect them from exposure to whatever germs the other patients might bring in. It seemed like a good idea at the time. As I helped them through the door that divided the waiting room from the rest of the office, I said to Helma, You ladies are lucky to have each other. She smiled. Oh, yeah, we got enough spare parts between the three of us to make one whole person. I took them back to room three because it was the only room with enough...